Hi. Hi. Welcome to With Friends Like Us. We are Annalise and Taylor, your resident besties. This is our first ever episode, and we are releasing it on National Best Friend Day. How exciting. I know. And who doesn't want to be with their best friend on National Best Friend Day? Apparently us, because you'll be in Mexico. Mm, well, you were invited to. You just decided not to come. Ouch. Burn. Some of us have work. <laughs> Dang. She's coming in with the heat episode oh one. Oh, gosh. I'm just kidding. But we did want to take this episode to introduce ourselves to you as the listeners, and you can kind of find out who we are as individuals behind these mics. Yeah, I'm the better one. Ooh, burn <laughs> back. I need a little ice for that. Just hot kidding. Here. You're going to fall in love with both of us. Our main focus of this podcast is we just want to discuss the things we've been through as friends because we've had a lot of highs, a lot of lows. We've gone through some like challenging times and things maybe other people have never experienced together. And Taylor and I just love to talk. About yeah. everything. So we thought, hey, why not throw some microphones in front of our mouths and other people can listen to us talk because we think we're really funny and fun and <laughs> entertaining. Because we are. We're like really funny. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's chat about our coffees and introduce our listeners to our um, number one obsession other than each other. Coffee. coffee. Okay. So I am a psycho for coffee. And I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's like because I actually like coffee or because it's like coffee's a vibe. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's true. (laughs) And I'm also the type of person that like, I'm not just going to get a coffee like for the energy. Like it has to taste really good. A hundred percent. Yeah. So like, I am going to pride myself on saying that I have turned on so many people to this exact same coffee order. Obviously you can manipulate it a little bit here and there, but okay. So if you guys are Starbucks fans, shout out to Starbucks, you know, they don't need a shout out. I'm sorry. They make so much money. I'm sorry. No, no shout out to Starbucks, (laughs) but I'm obsessed. Okay. So I order a triple espresso in a venti cup, extra ice with three pumps of white mocha, two pumps vanilla and light. You have to say light sweet cream cold foam. If you do not say light, they will fill half of your cup with heavy cream cold foam, which will be disgusting. And then there's no point in having coffee. Try it and thank me later. Honestly, write in the comments on our Instagram how much you love this coffee because it's amazing. But also it's like over $6. So I apologize for that. (laughs) And that is an expensive coffee drink. But I will say it is truly amazing. And you know what? You are worth it. Get yourself that $6 coffee. Honestly. Okay. Go off, queen. Go off. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to sip it. Let's make sure it's good. I haven't even tried it yet. Oh boy. Let's hope. Because you never know. Some baristas do not. Mm, yum. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Exactly I do love what it. I wanted. So typically, I will say, Annalise has turned me on to pretty much every single one of her coffee drinks. I end up truly enjoying them. Um, that one specifically, I do love because you can still taste the coffee, but it's also still sweet. And, you know, she and I, we need a sweet. We can't have mm-hmm. that. 
You can't just be straight espresso. No, I don't want no bitter. Mm-mm, no. And honestly, too, I'm a freak for ice. So if you don't like a lot of ice, just get it in whatever size cup you want. Normal ice. But I highly recommend the extra ice. Yes. It just brings the whole drink to life. A hundred percent. She's also turned me on to an extra ice like type of life. And I there's no going back. Mm hmm. So today I actually went a little bit different. You might be surprised. You did not. Okay, let's hear I it. did. I did a grande mm-hmm. brown sugar iced espresso, but instead of the oat milk, I just did 2% because I okay. have tried oat milk. No, not, not a fan. Mm-mm. But I will say, I kind of got home and jazzed it up because I have that sugar-free vanilla syrup, you know? Mm. So I did my own little cold foam and put oh. it on top, put an extra bit of cinnamon on there. Okay. Tastes delicious. Kind of tastes like a Baskin Robbins Mocha Blast. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, okay. So it's actually very, very good. And I never really stray either. So you guys might be hearing a lot of the same coffee orders on here. But this one's pretty good. I okay. like the I like the cinnamon. And what made you want that? My sister. Oh, because okay. she got it the other day, and I was like, hmm, I've had the oat milk, not a fan. Mm-hmm. And today I was like, well, I don't want to just do like a white mocha. And to be honest, I always forget your order. No. <laughs> so I do it wrong. <laughs> you should have texted me like, hit me with that order. I know I should have. So in our very first episode, we wanted you guys to kind of get to know us a little bit, what we're about. Um, and then that way you can kind of, I don't know, fall in love with us. Yes, we love getting people under our spells. <laughs> so um, we both were cheesy and we wrote like a little bio about ourselves. <laughs> Taylor, would you like to start? Not really, but I will. <laughs> Just so you guys can learn a little bit about me. I started this kind of fun. My name's Taylor. I'm a Pisces and my love language is quality time. Aww. <laughs> And it's so true. I do love to spend time with people. I also, also really love my alone time, but I do love quality time. I am the oldest of three. I'm pretty much in a family of all girls. Fun fact about me, I'm a lefty and so are both of my sisters, which is very rare. Oh, I've found. That is pretty rare. Mm -hmm. And neither of our parents are lefties. None of our grandparents on either side are lefties. So it's very interesting that all three of us came out left-handed. Yeah, you all, you guys all got that recessive gene. Mm-hmm. So we do love the lefty store in San Francisco. Oh, gosh. <laughs> they probably do need to be hyped. Yeah. <laughs> Growing up, I played lots of sports. I think I pretty much played any sport you could think of. Um, it was one of our rules growing up that my mom made... We had to play a sport no matter what. Mm-hmm. I actually lied. I have two more fun facts about me. One, I have um, two degrees and I'm not using either of the <laughs> traditional <laughs> sense. I mean, who does that? <laughs> I know. Well, weirdos. Who actually? Yeah. Lame. <laughs> who goes to college and uses their degree anyway? Never not heard me. of it. Also in 2020, I started a baking business. It was fun while it lasted and I met a lot of cool people along the way and like made some really cool things. So, you know, it was good for the time being. Yeah. Okay. Stuff was bomb too. Well, thank you. The way I wrote some of my stuff is more like I am statements. Do you remember doing that in school? Like those poems? I am. Do it. 
I am a person constantly under construction. I am a person learning to not care what people think of me. I am a person working on creating healthy boundaries between myself and the outside world. I am a person learning to live in the here and now because there's nothing you can do about yesterday and tomorrow is not guaranteed. I am a classic extroverted introvert. I love traveling and trying new things, but I love to also be alone. I am a person working on figuring out what happiness means to me and realizing that not only can money not buy you love, but it can't buy you internal happiness either. Can we give her some snaps? Thank you. Well, you you read us a poem. We have to give you the snaps. You know, I've always been a fan of spoken word. Mm. I was going to say stand-up poetry. I'm like, that is not right. (laughs) Oh, spoken word. That was not spoken word, but oh, a good spoken word session. Come to me. Love it. Oh, I want to go. I've never been. Which is crazy because, you know, I grew up in the theater. So no, I don't know. Yeah, it's so deep. Oh, I love it. It's my turn. Mm Mm-hmm. Mine is very different. <laughs> That's okay. That's what makes <laughs> but us I'm unique. I'm going to ad-lib now because okay. you're so cute with the way you did oh, yours. Well, thank you. I'm Annalise. I'm a Sagittarius, but I do not identify as a Sagittarius, which I don't know. I'm not adventurous. I don't like things like that. I am fickle, which hmm. is like a big thing. Yeah. Can't make a decision to save my life. My love language is also quality time, which I think works well for us because yeah. we do do a lot of quality time. I agree. I am a 33-year-old woman, and I am passionate about a lot of things in my life. Above all, I cherish my roles as a wife and as a mother of two daughters. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my babies. Um, I was crazy and had them a year apart. So they are (laughs) a year and two days apart, which makes for a really fun birthday season because, you know, it's like, happy birthday one day. Happy birthday. <laughs> Pretty busy and week for me. Let's also like let them know the day in between happens to be Valentine's Day. So it's like, you don't really get off like scotch-free because like no, right in between. It's a busy, busy week. Busy week. Yeah. My faith is actually an integral part of who I am. And I believe that God has a purpose for each one of us. I've actually been... Um, trying to find my way back to my faith, which we both grew up Catholic. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, I go to mass when I can and, you know, I'm just trying to live a more purposeful, godly life. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think that sounds nice. Yeah. But mainly just like be kind to others, Mm -hmm. live a truthful, honest life. I am always looking to better myself, learn new things within reason, and grow <laughs> grow as a person. Like Taylor said, like you're constantly just growing and learning. And I feel like I'm a lot like that too. I'm always like, what's my purpose? Show me the way where I can help people and, you know, be a good mom, be a good wife, be a good friend, uh, be a good daughter, sister, all of that. But I think what truly drives me in life is my desire to make a positive impact on the lives of those that I love. Like family is really everything to me. I spend a lot of time with my family. I have three siblings and we're all very close and we spend a lot of time like at our parents' house and just like hanging out. And I love having that environment of like just being close to everyone. And like, I feel like I hear so many stories of like these families where like they don't have relationships with their siblings and like they can go like months and months and months without speaking or seeing each other. Like, I don't even think I go days without talking to like my siblings, honestly. So I feel really blessed 
for having that kind of relationship. Um, I think that is probably me in a nutshell. Snaps for Anna. Thanks. I wish I would have written a poem for you guys because honestly, I'm like a psycho for rhyming. Like my husband and I, when we got married, our vows rhymed. Mm -hmm. We like wrote them together and took turns like reading. It was actually really cute. I've never seen that done ever again. Well, it's like this weird thing where like we always like not always, but like earlier in our relationship, we need to do this more. Okay, husband, JR out there, I'm going to use your name, <laughs> calling you out. You need to send me more rhyming texts. But we used to like always send each other like texts, but they were all like in rhyme. I don't so know, I thought cute. it was cute. So then that's why it was like so fitting to have our vows be that way. But anyway, I digress. I think having you as a best friend and having us be like so different, but like I think like our main core values align like perfectly that it was like, duh, we have to make a podcast. Heller, <laughs> obviously. Especially since we're both like obsessed with podcasts. And mm. it's like, I don't even know a popular song on the radio because I'm just <laughs> obsessed with listening to podcasts. So thank you. Thank you. For going on this journey. Yeah. And I, I hope that, you know, all of you out there listening can find value in the things that, you know, we decide to talk about and bring up. And we are open to suggestion. If there's any constructive criticism, criticism, like if there's anything where you're like, oh my God, I can't stand that that girl does that. Let me know, girl. Mm -hmm. I'll try to stop. Or guy, whoever's (laughs) listening. Do you guys want to know how we met? Yes. So many moons ago. Many, many moons. Many moons ago. In grade school. We're all classic friendship start. Yes. In first grade. But... We hated each other. Loathed. I don't even know why. (laughs) I don't know either because also when you think about it, like what first grader hates another first grader? I don't know. I was probably just like, I don't like that girl's hair. I don't know. (laughs) Why is she so tall? I don't like it. And it's not even like we, first grade, it's not like we ran in the same social circles. (laughs) (laughs) But we didn't. We had like very different sets of friends. But like at the school that we went to, we went to a Catholic school. You know, you started, I think, in kindergarten and then you went all the way to eighth grade. And then all those kids matriculated into the same high school, same Catholic high school. So I started at this school in first grade. So I technically was a newbie. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know why I didn't like you, but I didn't like you. I don't know. It was like a mutual feeling. And it's not like, yeah, I went there since preschool, but even still, again, we're in first grade. It's not like I'm going to be like, oh, the new girl. Exactly. There was like nothing. And I also feel like it's kind of shocking to me because I have, you know, some, uh, my oldest is going to go into kindergarten next year. So I'm like, I can't even imagine her coming home being like, I don't like that kid. I'd be like oh my goodness, kindness, be friends with everybody, you know? But like we didn't, and I don't know why. But yeah. I don't feel like that lasted very long. No, because enter second grade and we became Besties. best friends. Literally. Like the summer changed us. We became better people. We became better humans. <laughs> we found the Lord. Yeah. No. I don't know what happened that summer of 1996, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so... I mean, ever since we've just been these, like, a constant in each other's lives. Like, as kids, we used to, like, spend 
days at a time at each other's houses. We used to literally scheme our parents. Like I would tell Taylor and Taylor's mom, like, oh yeah, my mom said that Taylor can come over today after school. And so her mom would be like, cool, chill, because we were such mm-hmm. good friends. And then my mom would come come to pick me up and I'd be like, mom, can Taylor come? Like I had not even asked her. And she'd be like, no. And I'd be like, but I already told her mom that she could. And she was like, you guys need to stop this scheming. <laughs> but we did because we knew that like we would get what we wanted. Or the classic, like you tell my mom because she won't say no to you. Oh yeah. 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 We did that a lot too. But honestly, like I think that we've just always been super close. We've gone through quite a lot together in our lives. And we've literally grown up side by side and like watched each other grow. And it is really like kind of amazing too, considering it would have been so natural for us to grow apart, I guess, because we are so different. Like, Yeah. Oh, so true. Like I said, I grew up playing sports. I think Annalise played one season of basketball. You guys, I made a shot. Yeah, and everyone cheered. The crowd like, went wild. Yeah, and I I don't know if there was a prouder moment for my father, <laughs> but I'm just kidding. No, I'm sure there were. But yeah, no. And then the whole running back and forth, like, mm, not for her. Not for me. <laughs> not for me. Um, but you're right, because then it was like I got into theater and yeah. you were still playing sports in high school and I was super into theater and like our friend groups were not the same, but like no. we always kind of found a way back to each other. Yeah, like it, it really is wild when you do think about it, like so easily could have just fallen apart. Yeah. And I wonder too if like maybe it helped being in a smaller school setting throughout, you know, elementary yeah. school through high school because... Think about it. I mean, we had our core, well, like 30 kids from kindergarten through eighth grade Yeah, with very little change. Now, if we had been at like public school or something, we could have been easily separated into a different fourth That's grade classroom true. or something. That's true. I think that might have helped a little bit because you have less, I want to say less people to choose from, but no, it's true. A much yeah. smaller, smaller group of kids. And so you learn to become a lot closer to some people. And I think once you get that closeness, then it's kind of hard to break the bond. Yeah. But I also think too, like, not only did we have the school environment, but I feel like because we were so bonded so closely, like we were very much like part of each other's families too. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that kind of made it a lot stronger too, because I don't know, like I remember being like in seventh grade, like asking your mom questions. I wouldn't dare (laughs) ask my mom because I was like too embarrassed Oh, yeah. My mom would totally tell oh, you whatever. 100%. I remember asking her questions about sex. Oh, when we, God. And she was like, all right, let's go. I probably wasn't even in the room because no. I was like, embarrassing. <laughs> Why would you ever? Yeah. But no, I just feel like we had bonded so closely with each other's families that it's like, I don't even know that our families would have let us let go of each other. Oh, yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I think anytime we had like a disagreement or fight or whatever. Yeah. At least in my house, my I would always talk to my mom or whatever, and she would constantly just be like, what's going on with that? <laughs> Have you spoken? Okay. Like, what are we going to do to make this better? Yeah. Like, all of that. So I think, yeah, you're right. And, like, when people say, oh, they're my second family, like, it's very hard for me to look at your family and call them my second family because I just feel like they are my family. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, we did. We grew up, especially, like, your youngest sister, because she was, like, 
your other ones were kind of out of the house at that point. So I grew up a lot with your younger sister. So we kind of like had her around like when we'd swim and like. Yeah. Hang oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she'd be our little mermaid. Or we were mermaids, and she would have to fetch us grapes. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, your dad was so mad. The one time we had her sister fetch us grapes because, of course, our mermaid tails would disappear if we got out of the water. <laughs> and so we made her go to the fence, which obviously probably weren't even like good grapes. I don't even know what they—they they were grapes, right? Well, God, I, I don't know. know what they were, but we're we still here, so it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> we might have had slight diarrhea, yeah. but it's fine. <laughs> but she literally like was trying to get grapes up on like up against the fence and she like latched onto it and like fell down and like all the way down she splintered her hands and we got in so much, so much trouble. trouble oh my god your dad was so mad well yeah because he probably had to sit there with some tweezers and pluck all of those things out we were like I'm sorry don't be mad we have <laughs> we have tails we cannot get out of the water right now <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to even say, like, second family just because we did grow up, like, side by side. So true. And, like, your family is my family. Agreed. But, I mean, it is kind of funny that, like, my sister, Lexi, would be like, does Annalise like me? Oh, my God. I literally thought, like, oh, my God, I don't know what I ever did to Lexi, but she hates me. Yeah. And I never knew what, like, what I did. And I remember finally I said something to you and I was like, okay, so tell me why Lexi doesn't like me. And she was like... Taylor, you're yeah. like, oh my God, she thinks the same thing of you. I'm like, man, what is it? All the time. So now it's like a joke. Like yeah. they'll randomly be like, is Lexi going to be there? Is Annalise going to be there? Does she like me today? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys. Like, I don't even know what the thing is. Which let me go on record. I have never in my life disliked Lexi. I always just thought she didn't like me. So I didn't talk to her because I was scared. No, <laughs> she does have a scary RBF. Well, I wasn't scared of her. I was just intimidated because I'm, I'm scared like, of her. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to win over someone that doesn't like me. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm so out of my element. Oh, oh Miss Popular. No, that's I'm what kidding. I meant. Oh, I'm my God. Kidding. Yeah, that is how it sounded. No, there are plenty of people that don't like me. Yeah. Plenty. Okay. Oh, shoot. <laughs> We're about to get real deep right now. No, 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 no. That's for another episode. Yes. And then we got into high school. And like we said, like our friend groups were different. And we still like found, you know, we did like, what was that class called? Community involvement. Yeah. Where we had to go to the other Catholic schools or we were assigned a Catholic elementary school to go and volunteer hours for. And we did that at the same school, our mm-hmm. alma mater. <laughs> and we went there and we got to have some like alone time, like riding there and back because Taylor had like the hot new Tahoe. Oh, and I was like, so cool riding in the shot. <laughs> yeah. I remember being like, oh my God, like this is how the other half lives because oh I didn't have a God. car. And well, it was you like, also didn't drive. Okay. But I didn't drive because I told my parents, I will not get a license unless I get a car. And they said jokes. <laughs> and they were like, well, it's not in the budget, which I respect. That's fine. But I also said that because I was not going to get my license and then be their little taxi boy girl. Yeah. I was not going to do it. Yeah. Well, I get my license and I get a car and I was the taxi girl. But you had your own car because then you did other things outside. True, See, I would have been, true. I would have been the little bitch boy. Okay, but see, I used to say the same thing. I'd be like, I will run to the grocery store for you. I will do any errand you want. And then you get it. And then when it turns into strictly being the person that picks up your sister from basketball at 9 p.m. at night, I hated my life. That's true. 
And we all know me. I am a grandma. Another example of like how different we are. Annalise has always been a night owl. I'm mm-hmm. always an early bird. So literally I'm like, bro, it is 8.30. I need to get myself to bed right now. Oh Do you want me gosh. to get up for school tomorrow? Yeah, that's when the night's starting. Yeah. And they're like, no, you have your license. You have a car. It's the deal. You can go get your sister. And I hated it because it's not like her practices ever ran on time. So I'd sit in the parking lot at the community college. She's younger than me. They just practice there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for her. And I would be so irate. But then again, that's just <laughs> spoiled me. I I look back on it now and I'm like, I should have been fine with it. But yeah, you get in your ways and then you don't want to break it. I mean, I feel like it for me, it would have just been like, pick up my parents at this bar every weekend, you know, like we're going to go and have drinks with our friends, come pick our drunk butts up. Like that's yeah. just what it would have been for me. And I'm true. So Taylor and I both, you know, like the good children we were went off to a four-year college as soon as we graduated high school. And I went down to Southern California and Taylor stayed in the Bay area, which we're from the central Valley. Central Valley. Yeah. So she was about what an hour out. Yeah, I was about an hour and a half. So I was like literally 10 minutes outside of San Francisco. So for a point of reference. Oh, fun. Yeah, that's what people say. And actually someone just asked me, I was in the city, San Francisco, we call it the city. A random tangent, but I was thinking about it randomly this morning. And I was like, why do you call it the city? Because like, technically we live in a city. But it's the city. It's I know. the city closest to us. I, well, so you think, but like what, a metropolitan city? Yeah. Like, okay. Because I'm yeah, like, a major city. We call it the city. And I'm yeah. like, that's kind of weird because we live in a city. But yeah, but like. I know. No, I get it. Yeah. I, that's just how we, but I think yeah, it's funny. The city. So anyway, I was in the city <laughs> and someone was like, oh, wow. I was just in San Rafael where I went to college a couple weeks ago and I was like driving around. It made me think of you. And I was like, wow, it's so close to the city. How often do you guys come over here? And I was like, not often. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was like, honestly, in four years, I could probably count on two hands how many times I went into San Francisco. I feel like anytime JR and I take any kind of like couples little overnight, we always go to the city. I don't know. It's just like, it's the vibe. I mean, if you can get past the smell of pee it's beautiful there yeah i mean and now i feel like i would have been there all the time girl yeah see i mean i definitely don't think i took as much advantage of things like granted you're in college so you have to take into account like driving so gas Mm -hmm. paying tolls then once you get there parking like well and it's expensive like food all of that all of that and you're supposed to be studying yeah so (laughs) But now going there because my job, like my home base is San Francisco. So I'm there. I try to be there monthly. I think all the time, like, oh, I really do love this city. It's, there's something about it. Especially when you're a foodie like we are, like Mm -hmm. the best food you can Mm -hmm. find in big cities. Because it's like everyone, like, there's such a diverse, you know, um, range of different types of food, ethnicities, like, different types like if you want to walk up window or if you want to sit down if you want a fancy dinner like there's just everything Mm -hmm. there that's what I love like I will plan my trip completely around like what food (laughs) I'm going to eat in the city yeah because there's so much and you kind of just have to know like where are we going what are we eating you're like I'm getting on Yelp right now because I need to know 100% (laughs) I want Chinese food but what are the best ones in the city you have to go to Chinatown oh yeah yeah 
But there's a ton of restaurants in Chinatown. Mm-hmm. So it's like, now let's take it to Yelp to find out which one is the best. And then once you pick one, you're on Yelp looking at all the yeah. plates. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But so Taylor stayed mm-hmm. near the city and or went to school near the city. And I went down to Southern California uh, near Disneyland. And I don't know. We just kind of made it work. Like mm-hmm. Facebook was all the hot, like oh, the God. rage. The like, oh my God. Well, that was before, you know, it became a 50 plus a community. <laughs> Only those I'm that sorry. live in the 55 and older communities. I'm sorry. You have, have an AARP card. You can be on Facebook posting all day. Okay. I can't hate because I still have a Facebook. Although I do too. I don't, I get on it and it's all the olds on there yeah. and I get off. Yeah. And honestly, it's like the only time anything is posted on there is like, because Instagram will do it for me. Sorry. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But yeah, honestly though, Facebook marketplace yes. is awesome. If you're ever looking for whatever you need to buy or yes. sell. But anyway, shout out to Facebook marketplace, <laughs> not Facebook. <laughs> anyway. But, like, we would just, you know, go on Facebook and leave each other videos and messages mm-hmm. and chat and do all that stuff. And, I mean, we pretty much had a virtual relationship for the most part. Unless yeah. we came home for the holidays, we would always hang out. Mm-hmm. Or summers. I feel like I stayed in Southern California for all the summers, you know, except for maybe the first one. I feel that, too, because, you know, Facebook memories. Do you look at yours every day? No, I don't. Oh, there's something, like, something about it to look back on. And I constantly have memories, like, from you writing on my wall, like, miss you, chat me back, whatever. Or you'll send me a video message, which is always. (laughs) Well, then I'm always like, did I respond? Like, it makes you wonder. I'm sure you did. Because you don't see your responses. You only see who sent to you in these memories. Let's be real. You don't not respond to anything. You respond to everyone and promptly. Oh, that's very kind. I try. <laughs> Taylor's like, you don't. <laughs> no. But like I'm always seeing those messages from you or the videos you've made for me. Um, which is always a kick to look back on. Oh and then God. embarrassing. Be me posting. Get to spend two hours with my best since she's home for the day for the summer. Like, so yeah, I think you're right. You strictly came home at like Christmas, probably with Lisa. Yeah. And she was probably your ride. So you probably were at the, like, mercy of her. Yeah. Because I don't think... I didn't get a car until my junior year of college. I got my license my freshman year in college. Because I was like, well, all my friends like to party and stuff. And I didn't. But I was like, well, I can be your DD. I just have to get a license. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess I was fine with driving their drunk butts. I don't know. That's interesting. (laughs) I don't think we did have like full summers or anything like that. And I don't, I never visited you in college. Mm -mm. And I only came down to you once, like while you were in college. Yeah. To see my show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was was my junior or our junior, senior year. So later. Junior year. I was a theater major and um, Taylor and a couple of other friends. Mm -hmm. From high school. We came down, you were in rent. Yeah, I was in rent. And she had like a secret like, we didn't know she was going to do a solo in that play. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I think the three of us were crying. We stood up and cheered. It was really good. We were like, she's doing a solo. Yeah, it was fun. Mems. Mems. We were always constants in each other's life, like, by way of, like, communicating or texting. I don't know that we talked on the phone, but we did video message yeah. and stuff like that. But honestly, it probably wasn't until after college. Taylor, you moved back. Mm-hmm. 
And I spent a little bit of time after college in Southern California, met my husband there. And then, I don't know, I mean, like any person that graduates college, like you're just trying to find your place, you're trying to find a job, like the whole thing. Well, it proved to be too expensive. So I moved back and my husband came with me, my then boyfriend. And then I really feel like that's when like we... Rebirthed. We rebirthed. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree because, I mean, we were older. We didn't have like the outlying factors of school or whatnot. I mean, obviously we had work, but, you know, we didn't have, we could spend our time how we wanted to. We were adults, you know. And I didn't have kids yet. So it was like... We were able to just kind of, you came over to the apartment or I'd Mm -hmm. come over here. And I mean, we spent a lot of time together during that time. Yeah, definitely. Like getting, like moving you into your apartment because you were with your parents for a while. And then just like little events we'd go to and getting to meet JR because I had never met him until he came up here. Yeah, that was fun. And then obviously life happened and I got married Mm -hmm. and Taylor was in my wedding and literally, oh, shout like, out. <laughs> literally, I got her into a dress and makeup, you guys. Oh, no. That was like... <laughs> that should have been in your bio. Yeah. I refuse to put a dress on. I don't wear makeup because I'm beautiful the way I, I am. <laughs> I just am not. I've never been one of those that's like, let me spend an extra 30 minutes and put makeup on like I should be. But never have I ever. That was the last time I wore makeup, too, was in your wedding. First and last? No, not first. Not first. Like... No, my mom insisted I get a full beat for my eighth grade graduation. I looked like a ghost. <laughs> Did you go to the mat counter? <laughs> she put the wrong something on my face and I looked oh pale. <laughs> we got into that because... We did. And she went and got her nails done and full I mean, everything. for her, I guess I would. I mean, and it worked because all night people were calling me Adele. I was like, you Okay, Ooh. you did look like Adele. It was, so kind of, it was kind of uncanny. Mm. We'll post pictures on our Instagram so you can see. And everyone's going to be like, what are you talking about? (laughs) No, she did. Real live. Yeah. Literally. I think we even made you sing some Adele songs. (laughs) I think I remember that in our dressing room. You know, shortly after I got married, I had my first daughter and then whoop, had another one. And Taylor's the godmother to both of my babies. Yes. Love them to pieces. How long was it exactly from marriage until first birth? We were married in October of 2016, and my first daughter was born February of 2018. We started trying the January, the January after we got married. Okay. So, yeah, it didn't take too long. No, we were not very at all. lucky. Yeah. Um, I asked Taylor to be the godmother of my first daughter as like a duh, no-brainer. Honored. Literally. And then found out that I was pregnant with my second daughter. Like, literally. I knew it, too. She, like, didn't didn't come to work. Like, there's just something so off. I'd be knowing something was going on. But, okay, so before, because I, that same year, my daughter was four months. My first daughter was four months. And my dad planned a surprise vow renewal for my mom in Mexico. Here I am taking my four month old to Mexico. And like, I just was like a raging bitch. Like I remember even before I went, we were at work because Taylor and I started working together and we worked together for like four or five years, but we'll get into that later. But anyway, so we were at work together one day and I was like, I just like, don't feel good. Like my stomach. And you were like, are you pregnant? (laughs) 
And I was like, no, I, there's no way I'm pregnant. I literally just had a baby. There's no way I'm pregnant. She's barely opening her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like literally. You were like, well, I'll just go get a pregnancy test for you. I think you did. Yeah. You left work on like your lunch or whatever. Dollar <laughs> yeah. Literally picked up a pregnancy test. Like our boss was in on it too. And I went to the bathroom. I peed on the stick and it was like, no, you're not pregnant. I was like, see, I think it's just something else. I don't know. And then, so I go on this trip to Mexico and I'm like, literally like, I've never been more miserable in my life. I was like the humidity. I was calling Taylor crying every like, day. And I was looking at flights. Like what, how do I get, how her? can I get you out? Yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah. I remember texting you and being like, you have to help me get home. Like I can't be here anymore. Like I hated my life. And come to find out, was it like when we got back yeah. that same week or maybe even the week after? Yeah, because it was. Yeah, it must mm-hmm. have been. And I was like, uh, I think I'm going to take another pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. And yep, lit up like a Christmas tree. And I, I was think like, I'm almost certain you like, because I was at work that day. You were. And I, you texted me, I think you said, guess what? And I think I said, you're pregnant. And you were like, yes. Yeah. And I came over. I, I like sped race there after work. Yeah. And Michael was there, your brother. I think Sabrina was there. I just remember like, oh my God. And I remember you like, how am I going to tell mom and dad? Yeah. <laughs> like you're a married woman and everything. And I remember your mom called and you chickened out. You wouldn't tell her on yeah. the phone. Yeah, no. Yeah. That was, and it was wild because yeah. like it was one time, you guys. Like it was one. <laughs> <laughs> That girl made out with a hot dog. Oh my God, it was one time, like literally. And so, yeah, that, that's how it happens. But, um, <laughs> but I, you know, and then I had my second daughter a year later and I remember being like, well, Taylor's the godmother of my first daughter. And I just don't know how I could pick somebody else because my first daughter would always just have this superior godmother oh to my the God. other. No, I'm being completely serious. That's I'm so not, sweet. not being annoying. I was like, I'm just going to ask her and like, we're just going to keep this thing fair because if not, my poor second daughter is just going to be like (laughs) feeling left out of all the amazingness. So I asked Taylor again and luckily she said, yes, of course I would never deny them. And my children just love and live for her to pieces. And so sweet. Yeah. I mean, honestly, even if you had asked someone else, I feel like I would still treat them like, yeah, but that's not fair. And that's not, sorry. No. I think it's smart. Like you just, you keep it, you keep it fair. Even Steven. Yeah, absolutely. I think a little bit before I got married and we're jumping the timeline and I'm talking this whole time. So please (laughs) take over at any time. But um, a little bit before I got married is when I, we started working together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was actually like really cool. I thought, because I mean, who doesn't want to go to work with your best friend every single day? Mm -hmm. So it was like, oh my God, we get to see each other five days a week for eight plus hours a day, every single day. Well, not every single five days a week. And it wasn't like when you work with somebody and like, it's this huge company and like, you never see each other. No, no, no. Like, yeah. For a while, when I first started, um, Taylor worked like in a building, like, I don't know, 70 steps away, Mm -hmm. but like she was constantly in the same building that I was in. And then after a while, like we were in the same exact building on the same exact team, like our desks faced each other. Yeah. Like it was, we were in each other's shit all the time mm-hmm. and I loved it. Yeah. I, I literally too. loved every second of it. And it was just kind of this thing where like, it's weird, but like, I didn't know how to exist without you in that, <laughs> in that capacity. <laughs> like we just like, we're always 
helping each other and getting each other through stuff. Like, yeah, obviously we'll, we're going to talk more deeply in a different episode about this experience that we had, but like, we didn't have the greatest experience of like our leadership Mm-mm. and that was really hard for us, but I feel like we got through it because we had each other. Honestly, like we are trauma bonded. <laughs> <laughs> I, did you see that TikTok I sent you? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I was dying. So I was like, yes, one hundred percent. Like yeah. if we weren't bonded by friendship, we certainly would have been trauma bonded. One hundred percent. And like, I no feel like knew. we still are. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Like we still before we started this recording, we were talking about it yeah. because just things still pop up from there. And as hard as you try and forget it and forget the people, like. They've been so ingrained into your lives and your mind for so long. Like, it still pops up. And yeah. granted, there were some really nice people there, great people. But overall, the experience was not something that was truly enjoyable no. for a workplace. So thank God we did have each other because I just, uh, yeah, I don't know who I would be or how I would have eventually gotten out of it if I would have if you hadn't been there. Yeah, I agree. Because even though you were smart enough to dip much sooner than I was, I I still had you. Yeah. I still had you to like relate to, to talk things through, to vent yeah. to. And I feel like if I didn't have you even in that capacity, like, I don't even know, man. I know. Like, honestly, I think about my last day there a lot because I remember feeling like so like weird. Like I had been working there for since the summer of 2011, like in between going to college and stuff. So oh, I'd been there. What, 10 years, 11 years. Yeah. yeah. I'd been there a while. So I was kind of like an institution of the place, if you will, like yeah. one of the longstanding employees. And it just already felt weird. And then I remember walking out to our cars that night when work was over and you gave me a hug and you start crying. And I was like, why are you crying? And you're like, I don't know how I'm going to do this without you. And I was like, I feel so horrible. I've been so wrapped up in getting myself out of there. Yeah. Like I didn't even, that sounds so awful, but I didn't even think about you being left behind. And it made me feel so bad. So I was like, I brought you into this place. I tried so hard to get you in. I get you here. It turns out to be a A shit show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A disaster. And then I leave you high and dry. And I just felt awful. And I appreciate that. But honestly, like our circumstances were different. Like I had to stay. Like yeah, you were and paid I had handsomely. to go. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I chose to stay. You know, I'm an adult. I made my own decision to stay. I eventually got out, guys. <laughs> Spoiler, <laughs> That's alert. <why> we're here. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler um, alert. We're recording on a Friday during the day. <laughs> yum. <laughs> TGIF. But anyway, oh. no, I, I do appreciate that. But honestly, yeah, I just feel like because we had those experiences together, like it just brought us even closer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're able to do this podcast, discuss so many things because of, you know, we've been affected by so many things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not only our own personal lives, but like working together and experiencing that side of life, experiencing the side of life of like, I'm a mom, you're not a mom, but you've mm-hmm. seen me go through this. You've been able to help me to see things of like, who am I as a person and like talk me through things. And like, you don't allow me to just like succumb to being a mom. You're like, no, yeah. but you need to do this for yourself. Yeah. Like you have that Ability. clarity. Yeah. 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 You have that clarity for me. And so it's like, 
as we get older, it's almost like I couldn't even imagine like going through anything in life without you there. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, we have to do this podcast because there's got to be other people out there that are in our similar situation or in a different situation friendship wise. But like everyone in this world needs a person Mm -hmm. and it can't always be the person that you're married to. It can't always be a partner. Like that's not the healthiest thing either. You have to be somebody or have somebody outside, someone that can see you through everything that isn't biased. Well, I guess you're biased towards me, but like, I feel like you're really good at being the devil's advocate too. Um, And I just feel like everyone needs a person. Yes. Can I read you something I found the other day and I wrote because I was like, oh. Am I going to cry? I don't know. I don't know. What I say. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hum. How are you feeling today? Oh, okay. okay. So you might have seen this online, but this is called green person. Green person. Green person. Okay. So green is the person who randomly became a part of your life one day and saved you that you now can't imagine life without. It's someone who just knows you, sees you, and makes you feel understood. You know you can tell them anything without being judged because they'll always support you no matter what. They hold such a special place in your life and heart, and you could never replace them. You never want them to leave. You are my green person. You are my green person. That was beautiful. Thank you. I saw that and I was like, oh my God, I have to like tell her this. Yeah, I completely feel the exact same way. I just thought it was a perfect like little segue because I'm like, yeah, that's exactly how I feel about you. Just like, and we're at such, like you said, different parts and stages in our lives, like so complete different stages of life. Yeah. We make it work mm-hmm. and we help each other navigate those certain areas. Yeah. What do I want to do with anyone else? Same girl, same. And I also love that, like, although we are like drastically different, like Taylor's like 11 feet tall and I'm like two feet tall. <laughs> so. Stop. I mean, not really, but we are drastically different in that regard. And like, she's a sporty person. I am not. I'm more of like, you know, not anymore, but I used to really love like being girly and all oh, that yeah. stuff. But like, you know, I'm just tired now, but, but still like, that's who you are at your core. Yeah. But I, but I love like our similarities of like, we love all the same TV shows mm-hmm. and we both live for watching TV. Like if mm-hmm. someone tells me that watching TV is not a hobby, like look it up in the dictionary <laughs> and stop coming at me because it is a hobby. A hundred percent. Like TV is life. Life. And we live to eat. Yeah. Yes. We do not eat to live. Like I no. enjoy me a good meal. Oh, foodies to the core. I'm sorry, but 100%. And like, we just like enjoy like just spending time, like Mm -hmm. driving around and looking at houses or like, Mm -hmm. just like the most simple things. Like, let's try this new coffee shop and sit and talk. Like Mm -hmm. Taylor and I talk so much. It's like one of my, it's my favorite thing we do Yeah, is we just sit and talk, which is perfect for podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) It totally works out. Because we would be doing this anyway. So why not? open it up to everybody else to listen like to us quite literally with the same exact conversations we just have a microphone in our face no seriously so now you guys get to meet the best friends behind the mic Aww. so thanks so much for coming along on this journey of getting to know us in episode one we hope you enjoyed getting to know a little bit about our backgrounds and where we come from and how we met and really the goal with this podcast is just to motivate and cultivate an environment for people to understand and value 
different people and relationships in our lives. And sometimes navigating life with another person can be tricky. If you can find value in the things that we talk about, if it helps out your friendships, if it helps out you kind of navigate who you want to be as a friend, I think that would be winning for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you aren't already following us on social media, check out our Instagram at with friends like us podcast. And thank you so much for listening. Love you. Love you.